Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Four days till fantasy championship. My Christmas gave to me three wide receiver ones, two startable running backs, and one championship one easily. I'm Natter alongside Bud. How are you doing? You know, I'm not doing as good as you are. How are you how are you today, sir? You know, I'm in fantasy championship. I'm kind of enjoying my roster, but I just kind of got the notifications that a lot of people went from healthy to questionable and uh I'm questioning my life. It doesn't look like McCaffrey's gonna play. McCaffrey is probably not playing. My boy Galladay is probably not playing. And now a, ra- a couple of random people just picked up a questionable tag. Of course, we're going to discuss all of that as um, soon as in this episode. Absolutely. And do you have a shout out to thank someone? Maybe his name is Jesus. Fantasy Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Did Fantasy Jesus help you out? Fantasy Jesus helped me out a little bit. That's why I'm in the championship. You know, it was a close one. It was a close matchup with between me and my last opponent in one of the leagues, and I was able to come up on top. It, it came down to Monday night. Monday night, and, Claypool. Uh, you, you summoned Fantasy Jesus. I did. That I'm a personal friend of. Yes. And, uh, you know, he he made two statements. Two statements. And one thing we can always remember, Fantasy Jesus is always wrong. <laughs> Let's make that very clear. Fantasy Jesus, Fantasy is, Jesus is always wrong. So if he says, don't worry. Fancy Jesus got you. Joey, you're going to win. Good luck, sir. You, you lost. lost. You lost. And it happened. Both. It, it, both, it both. happened both of them. It happened to you one year or yes. one game this year. Yes. And yes. then I asked uh, Fantasy Jesus' advice on if I'm going to win or not. He said I had it in the bag. I lost by point three, and, and it was heartbreaking. And they pulled Josh Allen. Yeah, they pulled Josh. That was the game where it was the Tuesday night game, I think, and they pulled Josh Allen. After they were losing by a little bit too much and too late. And then they pulled him out on the final drive. Yeah, I remember that. It still hurts. It still hurts. But Fantasy Jesus came back, he and, came made, back. and made it up to you. He made he made it you up. Know? He predicted the opponent would win. And, I mean, if Fantasy Jesus says it, then the exact opposite is going to happen. Thank you very much. So I know a lot of viewers right now, they're, they're probably thinking, Fantasy Jesus, can you help me out? Of course. Of course. You, you DM me. I will make a personal video for you and your game. Okay, cool. All right, so of course our Twitter is top tier tactics underscore, or you can find us on Instagram at TTT Fantasy Football, or on YouTube at Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football. Uh, send a message, say, hey, who do who do you want me to fantasy Jesus it up for, and we'll make sure it happens and help you out. Because I mean, it's it's championship time, and uh, what's what's a championship win without a little bit of luck to it? Absolutely. So, uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Of course, uh, when this comes out, I think it'll be Christmas Eve. Yes. And sir. Uh, of course, you know, I question your dedication to the podcast because you don't want to do an episode on Christmas Eve. <laughs> you, you know, Fancy Jesus likes me better than you. Yes. Okay. Let's let's start off with that. Okay. And you know, we have to celebrate Jesus. So, Fancy Jesus invited me to his home. It, oh. It's rude to say no. You know, so okay. I'm going to go over there, have some dinner, you know, and we're going to talk about how we're going to destroy someone's weekend championship. You know, that sounds like a fair and a pretty good day. 
in my book. So, of course, in this episode, we got the headlines. We're going to start making our predictions if people are going to play or not. And then we're going to go over the games. Of course, we're going to intertwine Thursday Night Football with today's episode. Usually we go over it all at the same time. But Christmas is making it a little bit more difficult to have a full week show. Well, let's go hop into it. NFL headlines. Just a quick little side note. Dwayne Haskins got fined $40,000 for violating COVID protocol. Uh, apparently, taking pictures with strippers, no masks, throwing money around. Apparently, it's just against protocol at this time. I don't know why. It sounds like a good time. And you should be rewarding him 40 k for doing that, not finding him. I don't know. I don't know what the NFL's thinking. I, I have no idea. This I, is why they're the no fun league. Was Dan Snyder there? Because, I mean, he, he's really good at sexual harassment. He was probably taking the pictures. You know How I mean? do you think Dwayne Haskins got the girls? Uh, true, true. See? I mean, it's see, if you're going to find me 40 okay. grand, okay. and I'm Dwayne Haskins, okay. and I'm on the Washington football team, yes, I'm going to be like, did you find our owner? <laughs> I think they did, I, actually. I, I mean, he got sued. There's a difference between being fined and sued. I don't think the owner finds himself. Does that happen? Well, does he get the money that he fined himself for? <laughs> True. Is that a True. tax write-off? Hey, dude, you're kidding. That's probably a tax write-off. See? You, you're a genius. See? Thank uh, you. I see you. you. Thinking outside the box. I love it. See? And uh, other other entertainment news, Juju Smith-Schuster says he is done dancing on logos after <laughs> kind of getting embarrassed, considering yeah. that right now, considering that as of right now, the only other team with a losing streak worse than the Steelers are the Jaguars. I just want to point that out there. And every single time he has danced on the logo of the opponents, he's gotten decimated and that team has lost. And another fun fact for you is Juju Smith-Schuster currently has 95 TikToks made. His longest receiving yards this season is 93. So he officially has more TikToks than receiving yards this season. I, it, It's got to be brutal when you get destroyed that badly the, <laughs> on the, the, the logo. It's 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 different because this one was a new level of embarrassment. He he not only danced on the logo, he got smashed on the logo, fumbled, fumbled. the ball, and basically threw the game for them. Von Bell can play, first of all, but good Lord, he laid a lick on him. And you deserved it, Juju. I'm not going to lie. You deserved it. No, no. Yes, no I'm yes, going to defend yes. Juju on this one. because uh, well, Why are you going to defend him? Because we complain that... Players don't have personalities. That's not even a personality. Like, that bores me. Do something different. No, I'm not. No, I'm that's disagree. not spice to me. First that's of all, spice. that's not spice. Him going onto the opponent's logo and throwing disrespect with the stupid dance. That's personality. That's disrespect. That's spice to me. I want to see him back it up. And he, he, he didn't he, back he, it up, no, which is not fine. even not even close. He he didn't. If back, you're, it's if fine, you're gonna still. try to throw some spice, okay. I want you in other people's faces. That's not juju. Juju, that's not him. He's he's the guy who who dances on the side and then gets destroyed in the middle of the game. That uh, you can't be a diva, you can't be a prima donna if that happens. Yeah, but I, I like the attempt because now what's he gonna do? He's gonna go to interviews he's and he's nothing. gonna be bland. He's, he's gonna, gonna do. He's nothing. a bland player now, and that's what's frustrating me. I want to see people have personality and do what they want, though disrespect all across the field. Uh, unfortunately, he got absolutely destroyed for it. But I like the attempt. <laughs> I respect the attempt of having some personality on the field, but. Uh, well, that didn't happen much longer. Speaking of um, <laughs> an attempt, an, an attempt right now, the Jets currently have more points than uh, the Steelers over the past three weeks. That's just a small side note. I just wanted to point that out. So what you're saying are, are the Jets are they're kind of a champion. They're kind of elite. They're kind of elite. Like, kind like, of elite. Like, right now, over the past three games, 
The Jets have a better record than the Steelers. Okay, I just, just want to let you know. So that. speaking of an attempt, there was an attempt of Josh Gordon coming back. Yes, that, that, was, that, that was a good is, attempt. I close. think it's over. I, I think he's never coming back. He has. Uh, what, what, what did they say? The, he didn't fulfill all the requirements to come back. What does that mean? Everybody's assuming that he had a relapse. I don't think he had a relapse. I think he probably did forgot. He probably didn't fulfill the requirement time of probably like, uh, f- uh, what do they call it? Uh, a year? No, or no. What the, are you about? The, you know, when you have to do community service work or something like that. Oh, you think Josh Gordon's doing community service well, work? Well, that's <laughs> my, uh, usually kind of when they, I get yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you to need to do a certain amount service. of community service. Yeah. I totally understand what you're yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. they probably had him, like, you know, have to be clean for a year, you know, donate to charity, do charitable work, this, that, stay out of the, you know, the headlines, all that good stuff. And then, then they'll allow him to come back. He probably didn't fulfill that yet, just yet. Uh, I don't think he relapsed. I'm giving the benefit of the doubt just now. Okay. Okay. Pete, uh, recently, Pete Carroll said that they're going to revisit this next weekend. I mean, you don't revisit it next week if he relapsed. True. Uh, absolutely. He's he's getting old. He's he's, he's starting to get. He's there. starting to lose uh, his prime. I, I mean, there's n- not really any hype about Josh Gordon. Not <laughs> anymore. anymore. Not I, anymore. I, I don't think there will be. Well, I, I don't think the hype is the talent. I think it's just we've heard it before. True. At that point, yeah, so we're, we're just kind of fatigued on hearing about Josh Gordon. It's not like Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown actually came back. <laughs> yeah, he actually came back. I think that says a lot. So if Josh Gordon comes back. Okay. Okay. Just I want I like to throw the hypotheticals out here. Just you don't really like hypotheticals. So so J, Josh Gordon comes back and you know he he's actually healthy. He's about 31 years old. Okay. He, he's getting pretty old. How many years and and what do you think he actually can do? Say he's on the Niners. <gasps> oh. He'll be all right on the Niners. Yeah. 30 31's old. 31 it's not like old it's not like old. old but for a wide receiver you're getting a little bit old you're you're losing a step or two especially if you're an athletic freak and he was labeled as an athletic freak he, i mean he was a good route runner but that yeah. wasn't his forte uh what's julio jones how how old is he julio? i think he's 32 33 julio if we, if we yeah. oh, I'm, I'm doing that right now julio jones age i'm going with 33 Google. He is 31, actually. Ooh, so he's man. the same age as Julio Jones. And go Julio go Jones, to Josh Gordon. Go to, let's okay. triple check. Fact check me here. Fact Josh check Gordon. All right. So age. Dolphins activate Miles Gaskin. Uh, go into that a little bit right when he finds me this. He's age. 29, actually. Okay. So, so he's, he's a little So bit. he'll probably be 30 next year. Yes. So, I mean, he's he's almost in the Julio age, two years younger. So yeah. He's got a little bit more time than I thought it was. Yeah, he's got okay. like in a year or two. But, of course, Julio Jones has been working out playing football games. He, he's in game shape. He's in different shape than oh, Josh Gordon. Josh I, Gordon's out of game shape. We don't know how healthy or how when, much punishment he can take. When's the last time you played? Exactly. Uh, you know I mean, three, three years, years ago? ago? Two, two, two years, three. No, no, he played two years ago. He played one game, I think, for Seattle one game. Okay. I mean, being out a year of football takes a toll on you for game speed in general. Being out two to three years, uh, that's a ways to go. It's going to take him a while to get back to being a relevant case but, but we'll, we'll see but if we'll you're going to come back to an nfl team i think the seahawks are probably one of the best case scenarios for absolutely you. absolutely so you did mention miles gaskin Correct. is activated off COVID protocol i think that does hamper a lot of running back value mostly matt Breda, who happened to have a pretty decent game at 87 yards uh tyreek hill did not practice <gasps> Oh. Due to a, a hamstring, Andy Reid said that it was it's more precautionary. But watching the Saints-Chiefs game, he did look different after uh, 
limping off to the sidelines and having one of those massage guns, you know, the ones that like have the ball on it, go back and forth. They were massaging his uh, thigh there. And then after that, he didn't really do too much after his touchdown catch. So, I mean, uh, it is something to monitor because hamstring injuries are just so frustrating and they linger so much. Especially for him. Exactly. Especially somebody who relies on speed over everything else. Absolutely. Christian McCaffrey, like we talked about, he is listed as doubtful. I do not expect him to play. You're probably going to have to fire up your Mike Davises. One last time into the season. Joe Mixon not playing for a ninth straight game, which reminds me that every running back one drafted in the first round has been a bust. It's been brutal. It's been brutal. It's been absolutely brutal. But, I mean, other than Derrick Henry and Kamara. Yeah, to, to me, this isn't a surprise. It's not a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Zeke Limited is expected to play, but we heard that last week, and we don't know uh, how that happened. If that's actually true or not. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're probably going to want to keep Tony Pollard one last time. Devontae Parker and Mike Gusecki are limited. I both expect I expect both of them to play this week. I think they're both going to be pretty decent starts. Jamal Williams did not practice. I don't personally expect him to play with a quad injury. Fun fact, uh, Aaron Jones is yeah. currently listed as questionable. Just earlier, about an hour ago, as we're speaking, I got a notification uh, per Yahoo Sports that he got listed as questionable. There's no news on it. This is maybe, you know, just one of those precautionary keep him out veteran uh, since days. Yeah. AJ? I did in that league. Right when I heard the news, I did pick up AJ Dillon just, just in safe. case. Just yeah, because, I mean, right now my bench is a little bit irrelevant. Uh, and I said, you know what? Might as well back up my own players. Because right now, if Jamal Williams does not play, which it doesn't look like he's going to play, and Aaron Jones does not play. That might be the best case scenario. That AJ Dillon just gets a lot. Dillon's of getting games. everything. Yeah. yeah, but I personally think this is just precautionary. This is basically the uh, AJ Brown situation where every Wednesday, Thursday, he does not practice. Yeah. Cons- uh, and speaking of AJ Brown, he also has the questionable tag for not practicing. Uh, but uh, I'm not worried. He'll with be him fine. Yeah, Keenan Allen did not practice with his hand, his own hamstring. If he plays, are you starting him? It was it, it was brutal. It was brutal to it watch was, him get two brutal. points. Yeah, we'll get into it a little bit later, okay. but it, it would be borderline flex option right there. Raheem Mustard out for the season after injuring his high ankle sprain. Uh, they definitely rushed him back. That I think that's the Niners' forte at this point, rushing back a high ankle sprain and seeing him re-injure it. That happened with about four or five players on the Niners, and it seemed uh, very unfortunate. Well, I mean, this was their playoff push. If there was a time to risk an injury, I think uh, now would have been the perfect time to do that. Do but you have playoffs? Well, you, not now. They're mathematically over. out. Yes, yeah, they're mathematically over. out now. Yeah. Uh, George Kittle is practicing with the tight ends. It is a good sign that he returns this week against Arizona, which he historically has dominated. Jimmy Garoppolo activated from the IR list, but that does not mean he is playing. He's just eligible to be activated. I want to see Rosen. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> and that leads me to the Niners sign Josh Rosen from Tampa Bay's practice squad. So I want to get into it a little bit here. Do okay. is did they sign Rosen to try and get something out of him? Like what what was the thought process through Rosen? So right now of? Nick Mullins is hurt. Okay. That means your only healthy quarterback is uh, CJ Beathard and he's mm-hmm. set to make the start. If he gets hurt, they need something. And Rosen's that guy? I guess Rosen. Do you, and do you long shot here? Long shot? You think Rosen could take uh, Garoppolo's job? I always <laughs> thought 
Josh Rosen was a pretty good quarterback. Good system. This is a good system for him to join. I mean, uh, I would like to see him succeed personally because I just like him. I don't think it happens. But I, I, I see this is the Niners knocking two birds with one stone. One, they get a backup that they could potentially put in in case of an emergency. And they potentially could get a very cheap quarterback solution if Josh Rosen actually ends up handing out in that system. I, I would honestly be very interested in just seeing what they have with Rosen. Exactly. I, I, I would, would like interested. to see a full game with Rosen. Week 17, I wouldn't mind it. That, that would be that would be interesting. But at the same time, I also want a week 17 with Jimmy Garoppolo because I want them to w- play as a unit one game and then, of course, make a decision in the offseason what they want to do. Do you think they're actually going to do anything with the offseason, though? No. Yeah, they're gonna like a stick realistic with answer. Jimmy G. I, I I personally would stick with Jimmy G. Maybe potentially draft one, but I mean this team is in win now mode. Is it pulling in Packers and dra- drafting a replacement for Jimmy Garoppolo would only hamper them back. Yeah, is it is it more of like a Derek Carr situation almost like this offseason when you know he was gonna be the starter, but there was rumors all over the place about potentially getting someone else, and then you get a, a decently expensive backup to make sure that that spot's solidified. Is that fair enough to yeah, kind of give that same? Yeah, I could okay. see it happening. Right. Cam Akers out for week 16, Daryl Henderson or Malcolm Brown? Uh, I think they're going to use both of them. Uh, I think Daryl Henderson's going to be the pass catcher, and I think Malcolm Brown's going to get some work in goal line mainly. I think uh, they're both going to be used. It's just who happens to get the touchdown, uh, which I, honestly I think is a coin flip. I'm not starting. uh I would try to stay away unless you have no options at running back. No, I don't think it's that bad because there's only two running backs. So you're actually going to – I'm expecting both of them to get about 10 touches. And they got a Seahawks. Uh, they, they do play Seahawks, which we'll get into a little bit later. That is a good matchup. So, yeah, I, I can see where you're going with it. Okay, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. Clutch starts in six of the week. Friday. Friday night football. Vikings versus the Saints. You know, going into the year, I thought this would be a really good game. I still think it'll be a pretty good game, considering the Saints are going to face a very good run defense. And uh, I'm going to anticipate that they break their almost four-year-long streak of not allowing a 100-yard rusher here. You mean the Vikings are going to go against very good defense? Yes. You said the Saints. Unless, are you Are you okay? So the Saints have a good defense, right? Correct, correct, defense. correct. The Vikings are going to go against the yes. Saints' very good defense. Yes, yes, yes so yes. I anticipate the Saints breaking their record or losing the, the, the record. Vi- the Vikings say. breaking Vikings their Vikings breaking the Saints' <laughs> record of not having a 100-yard rush. Okay, all right, all right. Does that make sense? Yes, uh, so Dalvin Cook's going to eat. I think Dalvin Cook's going to eat. You're starting him up. I mean, you're lining him up anyways, right? Yes, you're, you're lining, lining up Thielen. You're lining up Justin Jefferson. You're lining him up. Do you think Justin Jefferson would get an actual bump compared to Thielen? Because Thielen's probably going to be uh, marked by Lattimore. Or what, what's your what's your take on it? it? This happens in every scenario. Everybody goes, oh, the best corner is going to go on Thielen, start Justin Jefferson. But Thielen always gets a touchdown. He always has been productive all year. He's been a wide receiver one all you're, year. You're, you're starting, starting, you're starting, starting both of yeah. them. I'm just saying maybe is there is there a higher potential, potentially, for Justin yeah. Jefferson because he's, I mean, he's been killing it. Yeah, he has been killing it other than his one moment where he screamed at Kirk Cousins to throw me the damn ball. But I mean, throw him the damn ball. Throw him the damn ball. I then. mean, it, it, Kirk Cousins sucks. Maybe, but I'd rather him than still <laughs> More than half of the majority of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Josh Rosen. <laughs> okay, maybe. 
<laughs> He's a practice squad now. No, not maybe. <laughs> you like that? You like you that? You like that? Uh, Go as on. As I lose my train of thought. Go on. So, I mean, the, the Saints defense not locked down the Chiefs last week, but they did a really good job containing and stopping Patrick Mahomes. It took a lot of magic out of Patrick Mahomes to just create plays, a lot of scrambles. Uh, Kirk Cousins is not that mobile, and he's not that magical like Patrick he's Mahomes. Not this might be a tough to game. <laughs> <laughs> this, this might be a tougher game for, um, of course, Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes, of course, but you know, you're, you're kind of rolling out your studs at this point. This is a championship. You're not messing around. You're not going to get cute. You shouldn't get cute. And you should start the studs I got you there. Justin Jefferson, Thielen, and Cooks, they're going to be the only ones I would recommend. Maybe Irv Smith, if Kyle Rudolph does not play, he would be a good potential option in the tight end position. Yeah, he, he'd be a lower end or a higher end tight end, too. To I would a, put To him, a lower end tight end one. Uh, over Jimmy Graham? If Rudolph's gone, you could you could make that argument. Uh, we're assuming Rudolph's not playing. Okay. So. Okay. Kokomet and Jimmy Graham, either one of the two. I'd, I'd rather start Irv Smith. I would start Irv Smith over TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, I would start Irv Smith over Jimmy, uh, sorry, George Kittle. Oh, really? I'm, I'm asking for your opinion. Oh, no, I'd start Kittle. You would start Kittle I would over start Irv Kittle. Smith? If, you, if Kittle is playing, I'm starting Kittle. Okay. Because I'm going to feel like a complete idiot if I didn't start Kittle. If Mike Gusecki plays, which he is lit, uh, listed as questionable. Yes, I'm lining Gusecki up. Over Irv Smith? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's uh, fair. Uh, Against the, the Raiders defense? Yeah. Yes, I would have to agree with yeah, you there. It's it's not pretty. Trey Burton? I, I would go Irv. You'd go Irv? Yep. Hayden Hurst? Irv. Irv, yes. I'm going to agree with you there. Uh, one more, Austin Hooper. Irv. Okay, one more. Logan Thomas. Jesus. Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas. Against Carolina, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think Line I'd have up. to go there. Okay, I just, I just want, you know, a little. Give me some. Yeah, just yeah, keep just just shooting them at me, shoot baby. At. Shooting them at me. Okay, on the other side of the football, Michael Thomas is not playing. Of course. <laughs> Are we starting? Uh, what's his name? Trey Quan. Emmanuel Sanders? No, no. I'm I'm not starting Trey Quan Smith. <laughs> Relax. Sorry. Relax. It was a question, sir. Um, Someone's going to get it. Uh, how would how did Emmanuel do last last week? Here, let me look no, it up for you, kind uh, sir. Run it, run it back for me. Here. Let me let, let me find you the hard you facts. Know. Give me the facts. Emmanuel Sanders, he had against Kansas City five reception, four receptions, seventy six yards. Okay, I mean he would be the only start then. I'm starting him, of course. Kamara, of course, I'm starting him. I'd and and that's probably it. Latavius Murray. Oh, is a low end flex. You have to be pretty desperate to put him in your flex squad. And you would have to be pretty desperate to do that in your championship game. I would not recommend it, but he's going to get a handful of carries. Absolutely. Buccaneers versus Lions. I mean, is Ronald Jones coming back? No, he's not coming back. Okay. So then are you starting Fournette against this Lions defense? It's a weak he defense. Scored yeah. two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm starting Fournette. If I own him, I'm putting him out there. He Against a tough run defense they had last week, he's put up two touchdowns. You know Tom Brady's going to get there into the red zone. It's just do, do they call his name, dial him up, and get him in the end zone? I think they do. I think so as well. You know, And what are we doing with these three wide receivers? They're all startable. Wide receiver twos. One of them is going to get the touchdowns. Some of them are going to get the touchdowns. Uh, it's just it's guesswork at that yeah, point. You're just it's just a guessing game. 
they're all startable. They're all going to get targets. They're all going to get some yards, but that's just not good enough. Their volume isn't going to match their yards, so they need a touchdown to compensate, but there's just not enough to go around. Okay. Lions. Marvin Jones. That's, That's basically it. it. Yep. Marvin line, Jones, Swift, you could, but he is very touchdown dependent. Adrian Peterson, very touchdown dependent, but more likely to get the touchdown. I'm not starting him, but uh, TJ Hawkinson, also a low end, tight end one. Of course, last week was a very disappointing game with negative 0.8 points. You said Logan Thomas. Sorry. No, you I mean TJ T- Hawkinson? I heard Logan Thomas. Sorry. TJ Hawkinson is going to be a low end, tight end one. I hope he, you have just a better option at well, that he, point, he, he, you know, but he's been I, I cannot, not bad all year, yeah. you know, for a tight end. You know, the last four games was 11, 12, of course, half point PPR 13. And this one was negative two. It's always a concern when you have, they have a bad game and then you're going in your championship. You, you want that comfort aspect, but I can see where you're going with it. It's a tight end position. There just isn't comfort there. Waller's comfort. Well, yes, but. If you if you have Hawkinson, you don't have Waller. You don't have Kelsey. Just go. <laughs> yeah. Do you have Kittle? No, probably not. <laughs> you don't have probably not in that situation. I think you're still rolling out Hawkinson okay. with Stafford at quarterback. I think you have a relatively safe floor with some touchdown potential. Okay, especially because Galladay is probably not playing. Galladay's not playing. I, I literally, I said his his season's over. It's been over. Hey, you guess called what? It. Here, guess what? Fantasy Jesus says Galladay's coming back. Wow. He's never coming back. You're that welcome. Was so rude. He's not even going to be on the Lions next year. You're welcome. That was rude. Okay. <laughs> Niners. We are talking about Saturday football. Niners against the Cardinals. We did talk about them a little bit. I still, uh, CJ Beathard is the quarterback. He does target George Kittle a decent amount. So if CJ Beathard does play and George Kittle does play, then I'm going to, of course, tell you, you might as well roll him out. He's probably your best tight end and your best bet at scoring a huge chunk of fantasy points, so you might as well go at it. Brandon Ayuk is a league winner. You roll him out as much as possible. I remember us, we talked about it. Yep. And you said he wouldn't get more than 15 points. It's pretty sure I said more than that, but sure, yeah, 15, and he got 16, right? He's 16, yes. 16 Perfect. and a half. He was, he was in top, he was in 10th position. He was in the 10th position. Tenth position. I ranked him as wide receiver nine last week. He Correct. was number 10, so I was so close. So, Funny enough, Kendrick so Bourne was number nine. Really? But he caught a Hail Mary pass. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you remember that. So that kind of elevated him. In a, still in a, number nine. In a, still Doesn't matter nine. how you get it. Still number nine. Yep. Uh, Cardinals, you're, you're lining up all you guys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're, I, you're lining up Hopkins. You're lining up Kenyon Drake. You're lining up Kyler Murray. I'm not doing anything after that. It's, it's simple. You're, yeah, you're Kirk, lining Christian them Kirk, up. He lost, my, uh, he, he, he lost any type of value I've had for him this year. He's been too much of a bust over the last couple games handful of games yeah, yeah. uh he, he basically pulled a title locket on me he, he did he yeah. played you i he mean title locket also was a number five wide receiver at week yeah. eight so a little different but yes 100 percent uh dolphins versus raiders so waller is obviously a start yes you're not starting car no you're starting josh jacobs of course uh are we starting uh, baby dropper the baby dropper i against the dolphins that's a tough one He's going to be targeted a decent amount. He's going to get targets. But they don't really have any other options at wide receiver. And, I mean, they could really key on Waller and him. I think he'll be viable. I don't I don't think there's a massive ceiling, ceiling for I think him. His, uh, I think his ceiling is uh, 50 yards and a touchdown around there. 
he's a low end flex. I don't blame you for doing it. He has been good and he has been consistent the last seven weeks. So uh, I recommend it, but I don't uh, mind you going against it. So just for a comparison, would you go uh, the baby dropper or Devonte Parker, who's on the other side? Parker. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. Okay. Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Okay. Uh, of course, we're going to go Brandon Ayuk over him. I don't feel like that's a fair comparison. <laughs> uh, T.Y. Hilton. Oh, you know I hate T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, we, we don't like T.Y. Hilton. We're not, we're not a fan. I'm not going to go T.Y. Hilton. Okay. Even though he's been on a pretty good streak. Yeah, Steelers, I think, are going to be a little irritated, and they're going to try to uh, have a big day against Colts. And uh, the logo. Gonna, you know, so, we'll see. The logo dancer? <laughs> uh, I Wait, wait, wait. You're saying Nelson Aguilar, a logo dancer? Yeah. Nelson Aguilar. Okay, cool. Baby dropper or logo dancer? That's how, that's how my comparison worked. I love it. If Julio Jones does not play, Russell Gage or baby dropper? Russell Gage. Okay, not bad. I think Russell Gage has a lot of upside this week. Unfortunately, I've had to drop him to pick up backups just in case. That frustrates me. It happens. Uh, can you start two against the Raiders defense? Yes, I don't recommend it, but you could. Okay, so D- Devontae Parker's a start. If he plays, you start him. What are you doing with the running backs here? Miles Gaskin earns a start for me. Salvin Ahmed, he's a low end flex. He's gonna he's gonna get carries because uh, he's impressed, and he deserves to get carries. He deserves to get at least ten touches this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just Miles Gaskin has shown that to be even more impressive. So he deserves even more of the carry and the workload. So I mean, they're gonna split. I expect it to be about a sixty thirty. Okay. Sounds good. Anybody else we need to talk about? By the way, that's 90%. Yeah, I know. You're not going to math. Yeah. So we're just going to – I was going to go – keep going. No, and well, then you I just was hoping insulted, you would ask. You what's the 10%? You just I would have been like Matt Breida, but sure, – Sure. What's your 10%? What's Matt your 9%? Breida. <laughs> Matt Breida. The other 1%. What's the gonna, 1%? That's going to be uh, Tua. Oh, okay. Perfect. Who had two rushing touchdowns. I mean, he's got a, he's got a little rushing touchdown floor apparently. Hey, just, just get it, you know? Uh, Steelers, Colts. This is a good game. It's going to be a good matchup, 11-3 and three and 10-4. and four. I think it has some implications for sure. Oh, yeah, because the Steelers, they're not even clinched the division yet. They, so they, they potentially can lose it. They've been on a not a good streak. They've been on a downtrend. They, they Their offense looks a little spiralish. Their defense looks suspect, and it's, it's a little questionable at best. So, I personally, I think the Colts win this game. But Jonathan Taylor is going to get a start after the Steelers kind of got gashed on the run. Hines, I don't mind him in a PPR league, putting him in your flex or even in your RB2. T.Y. Hilton, he is a wide receiver three to a flex. Pittman, same scenario, but I trust T.Y. Hilton a little bit more in this case. Yeah, he's 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 definitely a lot hotter. Right? Yeah, he's he, he, sometimes you just got to trust the hot streak. T.Y. Hilton's on that hot streak. On the opposite side of the football, uh, Deontay Johnson, I'd still go with him. Chase Claypool, he needs a touchdown in order to be fantasy relevant. But, you know, chances are he's going to get that touchdown. I think after a very disappointing game, they're going to go to him more. Typically, when he does not get a touchdown or 100 yards receiving, they lose that game. And uh, that has happened all three times for the Steelers this year. So I think they're going to have to force feed him the football. Uh, what about the logo dancer? Are you putting him in? I He lost so many people their weeks. He lost <laughs> a lot of respect. It's, it's got to be brutal right now. You can put him as a flex. He is a flex. He's a flex. Benny Snell? He, 
he's had so many opportunities. He really hasn't done anything with it. He did have a touchdown you know? against the Bengals. He had a he had a pretty decent day. Not not quite a hundred yards rushing, no. but he was able to you know pick up some yards, get a touchdown here and there. Uh, I'm going to tell you to put him in your flex. It's, oh, of course, if James Conner does not play. But yeah. fun fact, or not a fact, but uh, when questioned, uh, Tomlin asked about the running back situation. Yeah. He said who's not sure who's going to be the starter from here on out. So Benny Snell might have grasped that starting position from James Conner. That would be great. That'd be different. You know, it'd be interesting to see. Falcons against the Chiefs. This should be a high-flying game, right? You would assume. You would assume it would be a very good game. It, absolutely. So you're 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 lining up everyone. You're lining up anybody you can get your hands on, except the running back for Falcons. Yes, because be you correct. don't know who's going to be there. Yeah, if Julio does not play, you're still going to put out Ridley. I'm going to tell you to put out Gage. You could put out Matt Ryan still. I don't mind it. They, they can't run the ball. That means he's going to be throwing it, and he's going to get a lot of passing touchdowns. Hayden Hurst. I don't feel comfortable with feel it, com- but, but I do it. I mean, you can you can do it. Yeah, same same opinion there. On the opposite side of the football, Lev Beyond Bell. Looks like he's might be the main bell cow there. They still have a Damien Williams. Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams, sorry. Um yeah, I would I I feel comfortable starting him. How weird that sounds. I feel comfortable starting him. I think he gets a touchdown. I think he has a good day. So Le'Veon Bell or Deontay Swift? Le'Veon Bell. Mike Davis. Because Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, because Mike Davis has a Washington football defense is is a very good defense. Well, yes, you would be correct, and of course, the better offense. And uh, sometimes you just have to be in the goal line to have that opportunity to score a touchdown. And the Chiefs, they're going to get to the goal line. I don't know if the Panthers are going to get to the goal line. In my honest opinion, their uh, defense, their offense is a whole lot less compared to the Chiefs. You know, in a way, they're kind of like the Walmart Chiefs. They are. They tried to create the Chiefs, and they just really didn't go well. I mean, uh, they have you know a semi-mobile quarterback that you know he can throw the ball a little bit. Yeah. Not quite to Mahomes, but he can throw it a little bit. They got some good wide receivers, a gadget receiver, Curtis Samuel. He's not quite Tyree Kill, but he's close. And then he's got you know a little possession receiver in DJ Moore. They got the well, was that a little Sammy Watkins? A little Sammy Watkins. Saying? Yep. And then okay. uh, and then you know the young young up and coming speedster McCall Hardman. And they got Robbie Anderson. Not Robbie quite Anderson's there. higher. Than yeah, Robbie McCall, Anderson's a little know, bit higher, you know, but you obviously know, it's close, right? They're they're trying to go they off. They just but. need a tight end to match Ke- uh, Kelsey, and then they're basically the Walmart Chiefs. Yeah, but it, it's not going. They're four and ten. It's not going well. Well, you know the Chiefs thirteen and one. You know that's why they're Walmart for a reason. They're if you flip them around, there. it'll be one and thirteen. True. Yeah. I mean, and, and at that point, they're as good as the Jets. That means they're the Walmart version of uh, the Panthers because the Panthers would be ten and four. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're 100 right. You get the Just Jaguars and the Jets. You know, They're better than the Chiefs. Yep. Bears, Jaguars. Speaking of the elite teams, uh, they don't even know who the starting quarterback is. It could be Minshew. It could be Mike Glennon. They're going to have a open competition at practice. Uh, with that said, I'm not starting anybody. James Robinson, he's not playing, right? Yeah. So he's out this week. That's I cool. don't know who the running back is going to be. Devin Ozingabo, he is not playing. He's on the IR. And that leaves Dare. Oh, uh, he's got a long name. All right, so I'm gonna try it. <laughs> Let's I'm gonna try it. it. Hold on, hold on. G- give me a second, while I I, I double check my spelling. Dare Ogunbanawale against the the the, the Bears. Dare Ogunbanawale. Oh wow, not bad. You you nailed it. Thank you. 
Thank you. you. Know? So, I mean, when James Robinson got hurt, he had three touches for 25 yards. Um, If you feel comfortable doing that, he should get a lot of touches, right? Yes. I, I would assume he's getting a lot of touches, but I'm not touching anyone on the Jaguars. You're not touching anyone. You're going to literally no one on the Jaguars. You're going to ignore that production or potential volume of production. Yes, there is volume. Maybe you can put him in a flex. I personally would not start any Jaguars player. So no GJ Shark. No, nobody. Not nothing. Nothing. Cause I mean, first of all, they want to lose. Let's make that very clear. Do they? They want, they want Lawrence. Do they? Do you don't think they don't want Lawrence? You think they beat the bears? I'd rather have Mincha. You know what I mean? So, uh, Allen Robinson, Dave Montgomery are my only starts on the Bears side and Bears defense. What are you What are you going with? Bears defense, yes. I'm going to go ahead and start that. David Montgomery, I'm going to start that. Allen Robinson, I will start that. That's it? George Kittle. Not George Kittle, sorry. <laughs> uh, Jimmy G. The other Jimmy G. <laughs> Jimmy Graham and Cole Komet. They're, they just split too much time. In order for you to comfortably start one, I would rather start Cole Komet. But then again, that's still a low-end RB1 to a high-end RB2, which isn't. there's just not much upside to it. I would want to stay away from that. Yeah, I, I'm staying away from the tight ends. Yeah, so Bengals versus the Texans. I think this is going to be a pretty decent game. I think this actually might be a little bit of a high flyer. Deshaun Watson is going to get a start for me. I mean, I, I think you should roll him out there and try to get as many fantasy points as possible. I think he's going to get a lot of passing touchdowns this game and yeah. even some rushing touchdowns out of him. I think it's going to be a good game for him. Brandon Cooks is back. He's playing. He's back Correct. and playing. But, I mean, this Bengals defense is a little ferocious. Do you think they carry on the same momentum or is this just a divisional game? They had a logo dancer on them. I think they had a logo dancer on them. And, you know, Finley threw for what? It was like 100 yards. Just about. Yeah, it, it wasn't much. I I think the Texans win this game. And uh, the Bengals. The Bengals defense. The Bengals. Does mediocre, but I think Cooks gets his. Watson gets his. David Johnson. Kiki QT, are you starting him? I am not starting him, but I know you're starting him. Yes, I would like to start him. I think he's going to get a lot of targets. He has had two games with two fumbles, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But uh, that one fumble was him trying to punch it into the end zone. That could have been a a potential touchdown. And since the, you know they probably lost that game, he was just kind of fighting for the stat line at that point, which I don't mind it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Bengals, anybody you starting? T. Higgins. That's it? That's it. Okay. Yeah. And Giovanni Bernard. You mean Texans run defense is relatively non-existent. Giovanni Bernard, he was gashing the Steelers. He stepped so up. Yeah, he, he stepped, stepped up. up. So, I mean, in this case, I'm going to tell you, start them. And he deserves it at this point. The old version, you know, the old version. He, he looked like he started to sprout to what he could have been or what he used to be. Uh, so, I'm going to tell you to go ahead and roll him out there. Ravens against the Giants. Is there anybody on the Giants side that you're looking at right now? I mean, Wayne Gallman, he's been disappointing the past few games. I'm, Evan Ingram, also a little disappointing. Sterling Shepard, a little disappointing. I'm trying to stay away from the Giants players, especially in my championship game. I'm mostly disappointed in Darius Slay, and I think he, he, he should have just been a whole lot more better than what I have anticipated this year. Yeah, it's been very underwhelming for him, yes. and Evan Ingram was underwhelming as well. But he, he's always you been know, underwhelming. He, he's been overhyped for a long time thinking he was going to have a breakout and he just hasn't hasn't produced he hasn't done it you know he he's remember tyler eifert 
on the Bengals. Yeah. You know, everybody said this is his finally his breakout year. This is his breakout year. This is when he does it. And uh, it just never happens. People consistently buy into the hype, get disappointed on a massive Richter scale. So on the Ravens side, Mark Andrews, you're going to start. Hollywood Brown, you going at him? I'm, I'm probably benching Hollywood Brown. You benching Hollywood you Brown. You could make an argument with a flex option. He just hasn't been consistent enough to be able to risk him out in, you know, I'll put playing him in, in my, the championship. I'll put him in my flex. I'll put him in a wide receiver three slot. You know, you want a little boom potential on your roster. I like having him as some boom potential. Yeah. Under, understandable. Lamar Jackson, chances are he took you to the ship considering he's been having massive games during the fantasy playoff season. I'm, of course, going to roll him out. This Giants defense isn't bad. It's pretty good. But uh, it, it's been gashed. And now that James Bradbury is still on the COVID list, I think uh, the wide receivers have a little room to, to, to make some plays out there for Lamar Jackson. I'm rolling him out. Other than that, I think uh, J.K. JK Dobbins, yeah, he's going to be rolled out. Uh, you can probably safely start him in your RB2 spot. But that's uh, kind of it on there. That's uh, that's it. That's it. Browns against the Jets, the elite Jets. On the Brown side, you're starting everybody, right? You're going from Jarvis Landry, T. Higgins can be rolled out. I think they're going to be running the ball a lot this game. I don't think they're going to be passing it as much. I think they're going to try to get in this game and try to get out as fast as possible. Did you did you say T. Higgins? Oh, I did say T. Higgins. <laughs> oh, Rashard Higgins. Rashard Higgins is who you're talking about. Yes, huh? Rashard Higgins. He Rashard Higgins is a flex. I mean, the Browns are horrible. Let's talk about the Jets. You're starting yeah. everyone on the Jets, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, Sam Darnold, elite. Ty Johnson, elite. Frank Gore, elite. Crowder, elite, even though he's listed as questionable, as his daily routine. Questionable all all week, game time decision plays, and then rinse and repeat that cycle. Um, anybody else on the Jets? No. No, of course no. not. Of course not. Not even close. Panthers, Washington football team. I mean, we talked about the Panthers a little bit. I mean, Mike Davis. I mean, you're starting Mike you're starting Davis. RB2, flex. Flex option. Volume-based RB. Know, yeah. You know, you got to go with those. Robbie Anderson? You can definitely make a play with Robbie Anderson. I'll put him in the wide receiver three to flex spot. I'll put all of these receivers in the wide receiver three flex spot. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, all, all of them, they're all wide receiver three to flexes in my opinion. Marquise Brown or Robbie Anderson? Marquise Brown. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I... I Robbie Anderson, you know, I feel like his ceiling is like 7 yards in a touchdown or 100 yards, no touchdown. I feel like uh, 11 fantasy points is about what you're expecting out of him. Uh, Marquise Brown, he can get you like 17, 18, 19 potentially. Okay. So uh, I, if I'm putting him in the wide receiver three spot, I'll, I'll, I'll take a boom player for that potential points on Washington football team side Harry McLaurin he's going to be rolled out Antonio Gibson he participated in a walkthrough as I'm getting these breaking news on the spot which uh, he did not practice but he participated in the walkthrough which is a sign that they're potentially thinking about getting him in the game if he plays what's your option here I'm, I'm start if he plays you start him okay regardless McKissick is still startable whether he plays or not yeah, PPR. PPR, he sure. is a nice volume-based running back, even a non-PPR. You're not going to get the reception points, but he's he's been targeted 96 times this year. Yeah, he's been And that's it. all as of late. This isn't like it's been going all year. This is just over the course of the past six, seven weeks. I wonder who's who is the quarterback. Alex Smith. Yeah, I wonder yeah he, why. Ma- he makes running backs. You <laughs> he like makes to see running it. backs catch the ball. You like to see it. Absolutely. Broncos uh, against the Chargers? Yes, who are do you actually feel comfortable starting in this matchup here? 
Oh, other than Austin Eckler, Herbert's you know, gonna Herbert, eat. just the normal. If Keenan Allen's not in, are you starting Mike Williams or are you starting uh, Gutton? Who, who, what's the play? I'll do Gutton. Okay, Gutton over Mike Williams. Yeah, you can so, definitely make that argument. So the Broncos, while they got absolutely torched by Josh Allen last week, they were statistically one of the best red zone defenses this year. So I, unless Justin Herbert can pull out Josh Allen esque talent. He might not scoring all the he might not score all the touchdowns. But that being said, I'm still rolling him out there. I think he has too much of a ceiling for him not to get a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, I I would agree. Melvin Gordon, I'm putting him out there, and uh, I I just don't think there's any wide receivers that I could realistically start. Noah Fant, he's getting a lot of targets. He's getting touchdowns. I'm putting him out there also as well. Yeah, Fant and Gordon would be the only options there. Wide yes. receivers are too sketchy to play. Yeah, too sketchy. Quarterbacks too sketchy, unfortunately. Eagles against the Cowboys. Jalen Hurts. All right. We've discussed this a little bit last episode. Lining him up. Lining him up. Lining him up. And feeling comfortable about it. I feel the same way. Miles Sanders, I feel pretty comfortable about it. Dallas Goddard. I'm not feeling comfortable about it, but I'd do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the, one of the best options you can go at at the tight end position at this point. Wide receivers? No? No. No, I don't feel I don't feel comfortable with that at all. Cowboys side, if Zeke plays, I'll put him out there. Tony Pollard plays, I'm putting him out there. You're, you're playing Zeke, and I feel horrible about it. Yeah. I, I really do. I'm going to agree there. You don't feel horrible. You don't feel good. I feel better about Tony Pollard than Zeke. I do feel better about Tony Pollard because he looked a little more explosive, being able to catch the ball out of the backfield. It looks like they had some uh, had some options of what they were going to do with him, and Zeke just doesn't look good. And then what about the wide receivers? C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb had a great game. Great against the Niners. He got rocked he a did. handful of times, but he, he came down with the ball. He produced a lot of fantasy points. If there's a wide receiver to go out on the Cowboys, even over Amari Cooper, would you do it? Mm. CD would be the only guy. CD, I'm going to have to agree. Amari Cooper just, is too unreliable. Even it, though they're going against a weaker secondary, I think Darius Slate yeah. is going to be on Amari Cooper, which leaves CD Lamb open a majority of the time. I think they attack that matchup there. Rams against Seattle. This is going to be a good game. This is one a sneaky game. Rams just got embarrassed by the Jets. Seattle also uh, were able just to inch out a win against the Washington football team. I mean, I'm liking the Rams this game. I think they come back. This is is a matchup that favors the Rams. I mean, last time they played, the Rams kind of decimated Seattle. They were able to shut down DK Metcalf. They were able to cipher Tyler Lockett. They were able to get a lot of pressure and a couple of interceptions on Russell Wilson. I'm a little skeptical about this game. I mean, I have Metcalf. I'm heavily invested in Metcalf in a lot of leagues. Are you starting him? I'm still going to roll him out. He's got to me. He's gotten me to the championship. He's going to cost me the championship. Are you starting Russell Wilson? No. Not at all? No. This, this is not a game I start Russell Wilson. You can if you don't have a better option. If, you don't, if you're not rostering two elite quarterbacks, you're starting Russell Wilson. I mean, if you have a Herbert you could start, I'd rather start Herbert. You're not starting a Derek Carr over him. You're not going to get cute. No. But if you don't have any other options available, don't do it. Like Baker Mayfield, no, I'm still going to start Russell Wilson over Baker Mayfield. I'm still going to start him over Matthew Stafford. Marcus Mariota, of course, I'm going to start him over Marcus Mariota. Anybody else? No, I think you nailed it. Yeah. And- uh, you, at this point, you start your studs. This is a rough matchup. You're still going to start your starts. 
then you're starting Carson. Yeah. You're going, you're starting Cooper Cup. You're starting yeah. Robert Woods. Of you're, course. You're, you're doing the normal stuff. You're doing the normals. The running back situation for the Rams is the only questionable part. Malcolm Brown or Daryl Henderson, you can go either one because it's just going to be a coin flip at the point of it. But it looked like before Daryl Henderson injured his calf, he was starting to run away with the starting role. Yeah, we can definitely see. But it's so hard to put a running back out there when you really don't know what's going to happen, who's the starter, and what the touch share is going to be when someone just went out. So we'll see it as a risk, but it could work out very well for you. It could be high reward. If I had to bet, and uh, you know, I'm not necessarily a gambling man, but I would put my money in Daryl Henderson getting a majority of the reps, majority of the carries, majority of the touches. Yeah, you could definitely see that. I think Malcolm Brown will be involved. I think goal line situations he could – Vulture some touchdowns. He it, either one can vulture each other, but I think the volume that both of them could potentially play is going to offset. But Daryl Henderson would be the guy that I would go after, which is a 180 from last year. We talked about it a handful of times throughout the year, but he was so disappointing last year and underwhelming. Yep. Uh, uh, very, very good that he was able to you know gather himself and uh, rejuvenate his career. But the Titans. Versus the Hackers. Business is booming. Game of the week. Another phenomenal game. This is going to be a... I, I wouldn't mind seeing this in the Super Bowl, right? This yeah. Sunday night. I want to see it again after it happens. Derrick Henry against the Green Bay Packers Ooh. defense. So, so Ryan Danahill, he did not get voted into the Pro Bowl. He's going to be salty about it. And at this point, he currently has... They are the highest scoring offense in the NFL right now. They have scored more points than the Chiefs, Saints, Rams, Jets, just in case you were wondering. Oh, okay. Steelers, I, I was very concerned yeah, about yeah, the Jets. I, I had to make sure. Yes, thank so you. So I'm very surprised that he did not get voted into the Pro Bowl with the phenomenal year he has had. Uh, when asked, he said, some people have that perception. All I do is hand it off to Derrick Henry, which he's doing a great job at. He's, I have to give him credit. He hasn't fumbled doing it. So I he mean, has he's fumbled. phenomenal. He's doing a great job. He's doing great. You vultured some of his touchdowns. Like a, it was really rude of you to do that read option on the goal line twice last week. I but don't know why you did it. It happens. You know. You know. I'm disappointed you did it. But you know, congratulations at vulturing Derrick Henry a handful of times. But uh, I think he is a phenomenal quarterback. But you're rolling out, of course, Ryan Tannehill. You're rolling out Derrick Henry. You're rolling out AJ Brown. Yep. You're rolling out. Corey Davis, you can you can make that. I'm rolling flex. him out. Yeah, you can I'm definitely make out. that flex. Yeah, he's putting him out there on the opposite side of the football. You're putting out Aaron Jones, obviously. Putting out AJ Dillon if either one of them don't play. Jamal Williams, I'm not expecting him to play. I'm expecting Aaron Jones to play, but just in case, I think a lot of people should be rostering Aaron uh, AJ, AJ Dillon. Dillon right now, just in case. I think he could be a weak winner for you if that is the scenario, considering they don't really have another running back behind them. So uh, he, he would get a whole lot of playing time out of volume. Uh, Robert Tunyon, I'm putting him in. Devontae Adams, of course I'm putting him in. Anybody it's, else? It, it's lining up everybody. It's line them up. It's literally line, line them up. up in this game. Lazard and MVS are the only ones that you could potentially leave out your lineup. Absolutely. So Bills, Patriots, Patriots are out of the playoffs. Correct. We just, I just want to announce that first time in 11 years. It felt um, good for saying that, didn't it? Huh? It felt great. Not a surprise. Um, so, do you think the Bills destroyed the Patriots here? 
pick. What do you think? It's Belichick a divisional play game. Division. It's a divisional game, so it could be a little sketchy here. But I, I think the Bills are going to try to want make a statement and just be like, "This is our division." I would not doubt that. I think the Bills are just going to try to put as much points as possible. No Stephon Gilmore. I think they're just kind of try to rail the Patriots as much as possible. Try to you know really send a message to Belichick as your time in this division is done. This is my division. Yep. You know, like, like in that one scene in the movie, they're going to look at him and say, look, it's over. I'm the captain now. It's it's over. It's done. And uh, I'm starting Josh Allen. I mean, he got me there. He's going to take me there. And I'm expecting him to help me lift that championship trophy. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to have a great day. Stephon, uh, uh, Stephon Diggs expected yeah, to play. Absolutely. Cole yeah, Beasley. I'm actually a little skeptical on Cole Beasley. I think uh, Adoree uh, Jackson, I believe his name is, is going to be covering Cole Beasley a majority okay. of this game. He mm-hmm. might get stifled a little bit. So you're just doing Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs? Though. Stephon Diggs. Uh, I'm staying away from these running backs. Yes, of course. I, yes. I, you, you can't trust them, especially in a time like this. Anybody on the Patriots that you're going to be starting here? Because uh, you could make a play on Jacoby Myers. I, I wouldn't hate you for that. It would be a flex option. Other than that, I'm trying to stay away from anybody on the Patriots. And... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there. There's just nobody on the Patriots that I could say, hey, you should start these guys. There's Patriots offense is a disarray. Absolutely. You could pretend. No, you're not starting Cam Newton. I no. can't. I can't. No. I can't recommend you ever. In a championship yeah. game, too. You, you can't do it. You can't do it at all. So, are we. Uh, anything else to add? Anything else to add? That goes over the games of the week. This has been a fun season. It's been a wild season. It's been a sad season with all the injuries, especially to our high-profiled running backs. But I think uh, this shows who's able to adjust on the fly and who sank to the occasion. So um, we got we got two more segments, and then uh, unfortunately we're gonna say goodbye. Say goodbye for now. For uh, now, of course. You know. After the season, after. Fantasy you know. playoffs. We're probably going to be gathering yeah. for the playoff games. We'll probably break down the playoff yeah, games. You got to do a recap and, and go through the playoff games, and we'll do some some news, some takes, Obviously. have some fun, and then of course when free agency hits, we'll be all around that news. Draft time will be all around that. So make sure to stick around for that. But we will be posting a lot on YouTube. I think at that point, hopefully you guys join us at Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football. I think that'll be lots of fun. But let's get. Your doo-doo player of the week. T.Y. Hilton is going to be my pick for doo-doo player of the week. He's been on a hot streak, so it's a little unfair to put him in this situation, but he's going against the Steelers. That is a little angry about how embarrassed they've gotten over the past few weeks. I think they lock up T.Y. Hilton, make an extra effort to really stifle Phillip Rivers, and I recommend that he's going to be the doo-doo player of the week. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm not a T.Y. Hilton fan. No, we're not. Um, but he's been on a hot streak. I think it ends, and uh, hopefully you're not playing him this week. My doo-doo player of the week is going to be a little bit of a surprise here. I, I think maybe, potentially, who knows. Uh, Zeke Elliott is going to be my guy. Against the Philadelphia defense, it is a very good front seven, and it's going to be pretty brutal for him, I think. They're going to stifle him if he plays, 
obviously. I do think he does play, but the last three games have been brutal. 1.9, 9.5, 5.9, and then obviously San Francisco, he didn't play. So it's hard to tell you not to play Zeke, but if I had Zeke and I had a little bit of a better option, I'm benching him. Uh, a ferocious defense with a slow power runner typically does not go well for the running back. I think uh, he's going to get stuffed a lot. I think Tony Pollard is going to get a majority of the reps and playing time, even if Zeke does play. I'm going to have to agree with you there. He might be a little doo-doo this week. Absolutely. Star is born. Kiki QT. You dissed him earlier. Kiki, and I got to put some respect on his name. Of course you love uh, your Kiki. I think QT is going to have a monstrous game with Deshaun Watson. He has been having monstrous game with Deshaun Watson. Bengals defense is maybe not that bad compared to last week, but it's not going to be anything like it was last week. Last week, the Bengals had something to play for in a divisional game against a team they, they just do not like. Uh, they might like the Texans. They might go a little easy. might go soft. They won that <laughs> game to make a statement. Now they're going to go back to tanking. Kiki QT is going to have another massive game with another touchdown. And guess what? He's not going to fumble the ball this week. Oh, good news. Can you give me a point spread on that one? Kiki What Kiki, are you feeling? He's going to get half point PPR, 13 points. Okay. I don't know how he's going to get the 13 points, but he's getting you 13 points. Okay. He's got a lot of faith in Kiki, and he nailed it last time. I have been so. Nailed. We'll see what happens here. So my next guy is going to be, uh, I wouldn't say a surprise, David Montgomery. I mean, the last two games, he's been absolutely destroying it. I mean, it's technically the last four games. (laughs) Green Bay, 20 points. Detroit, 23. Houston, 21. Minnesota, 28. And you're going against a Jacksonville team that doesn't really have a lot going for them. And the defense is... Not the greatest. I think Dave Montgomery eats. I think they're going to keep feeding him. Scores a touchdown. Potentially has another 28-game week and and wins you that championship. If he gets 28 points, you're winning the championship right then and there. I would hope so. Yeah. David Montgomery, good matchup. And he's looking a lot juicier. Remember, we said he was looking like a broken refrigerator out there, broken vending machine. He's looking a little... He's, he looks like he got this snake in his boot. You know, he's got a little shiftiness to him. He's got a little stutter step. He's breaking tackles, breaking contain. I don't know what happened, but he looks so different than the last, or he looks so different from the end of the year compared to the beginning of the year. It's a way different player. He woke up. He woke up. Absolutely. Do we anything else to add here? That wraps up the weekly, re, uh, weekly pregame recap of the games. Of course, Hopefully you guys stick around for us through the off season. And remember, Merry Christmas, everybody, and have a good fantasy championship week. Have a great week. We know you'll do well. See you next time. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 